Welcome to the Wellness Help Desk with your host, Nikkei Lamodi, certified wellness coach and personal trainer. A wellness podcast focused on providing practical tips on how to curate a healthy lifestyle uniquely for you, where we discuss wellness hot topics with expert guests and have real candid conversations. It's the one-stop shop you need to get the help you've been looking for. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Wellness Help Desk. I'm your host, Nikayla Modi, and today we're going to be talking about how you can make yourself a priority even when you're in the midst of holiday chaos, because let's be real, looks and parties and presents and also toxic family members. And so today I'll be covering four areas that will help you to make yourself a priority and have those practical steps that you can implement. And so let's just jump into why this is such a hard time for people when it comes to the holiday season. So according to YouGov America, Americans find that their stress increases during the holiday season. And out of 2,434 Americans surveyed, 52% said the holiday season is just stressful for them. So you are not alone if you feel this way as well. And, you know, I think that for me, it's the holiday trifecta, which is something that I just made up as to why the holiday season is such a stressful time. And I'm saying holidays as in including Thanksgiving. So for one, we're doing so much more traveling. Travel in and of itself can be stressful, but during the holidays, it can be just a complete draining activity to participate in. And then you have holiday parties, company parties, you have potlucks and Friendsgiving. So there's constant delegation, there's constant cooking, there's constant planning. Then you have your family, whether it's your own or your in-laws, and every set of family members uh, can be either problematic in how they ask certain questions or just toxic. And also just a little tidbit, it's getting darker earlier. We're losing a lot of daylight hours. We feel like our day is getting away from us. And so these things in and of themselves, they aren't bad, but in the midst of them all happening at the same time in the last two months of the year during a really busy season, we just find ourselves swimming in more commitments, more busyness than normal, and we literally start to feel like we're falling off the rails. Now, you could probably relate to some of the signs and symptoms of holiday burnout. This is a real term that was coined, and some of these symptoms or signs may be feeling drained, irritable, changes in your appetite, a loss of appetite or overeating, a loss of interest in things that you enjoy, even increased feelings of stress and anxiety or insomnia or oversleeping. So this is not even an exhaustive list of all the signs and symptoms that are produced by holiday burnout. And so if you leave these unchecked, you can start to compromise the quality of your relationships, how you show up around family, how you show up at work, your mental well-being quality goes down, the quality of your physical health goes down, and it just makes this time of year that's meant to be joyful and expectant to being dreadful and you wondering when it's finally all going to be over. There are things that you can do. 
right? There are four areas that we're going to look at today that you can start to support. So the first one is mindset. No surprise, you know that I talk about mindset all the time, whether you listen in on the podcast, you follow me on Instagram, or you're on my email community. And so mindset is just a set of beliefs that shape how you make sense of the world and yourself. And it's so important to have a consistent practice of just being aware of what is going on in your head so you can make the best decisions on how to support your needs and get those met. So what can you do to support your thought life, right? Your thoughts are directly influencing your feelings or emotions and your emotions are just signals to you right? Just like a car provides warning lights to indicate that something needs attention, your emotions do the same thing. And they're there to communicate that a need isn't being met. So many of you may downplay how you're feeling or ignore how you're feeling, but your feelings are important because if you aren't aware of what you're feeling, it's going to be hard to uncover what need isn't being met. And if you're like, okay, well, what are human needs? I did a podcast episode on that, telling you the 10 universal human needs and what they are. But one thing I didn't mention is the emotions will. You can go to Google and type in emotions will, and this will come up. It's multicolored. It's a circle and there's three circles um, around one another. So there's like the center, a circle, and then another circle. And this emotions will can be helpful if you really can't put like a finger on what you're feeling, but you just know you're feeling a lot. And so the outer circle will be your low intensity emotions. And then as you move inward, you start to face the milder emotions and the center are your basic emotions. Once you uncover what emotion you're feeling, you want to ask yourself these questions. What is triggering this emotion? What do I believe will help me work through this emotion? Not hurry up and fix it, not hurry up and change it, but work through this emotion. What requests do I need to make? And this request is in direct reflection of what's going to meet your need. And how can I support myself? What need isn't being met? So these are a series of questions that after you find the emotion that you're feeling, you start to ask yourself and verbally process or journal to figure out what need isn't being met, how can you best support yourself, and how you can work through the emotion, and lastly, what's triggering the emotion. I know that this can feel, okay, is it really this simple? Yes, it really is. (laughs) Once you start actually doing this and going through the process, you'll realize how simple this actually can be and to help you get more clarity on what's going on, what you're feeling, and then to be able to see what need isn't being met. And then you'll know, okay, this is how I can actually support myself to help me meet the need. I want to also say that we kind of just talk through all the things about your thoughts, all the things about your emotions, right? I just want to remind you that you have to be responsible for what you do and what you say. But what you're not responsible for is other people. You're not responsible for their response to your boundaries. You're not responsible for their thoughts. You're not responsible for their actions. We're only concerned about our thoughts and feelings and our needs, right? 
as it relates to us, because that's what's in our control. But you are not in control and not responsible for how someone else is responding to your boundaries or their thoughts or their actions. So this holiday season, if you know you're going to be around a problematic family member or a toxic family member, go ahead and prepare yourself knowing you're going to let them keep the thoughts that they're having. You're not going to try to change them. You're not going to try and accept the narrative that they are projecting onto you. You're going to express your boundaries, which means you have to actually know what those are and how you're going to implement them. And then you're going to let that person keep their thoughts and keep their opinions because we don't really know what's going on with that person, like the core emotion underlying the thoughts that they're having, whether they're asking you if you're having another baby, whether they're asking you why you're not married yet, whatever it may be, we don't know. We just let them keep it and we move on. And so another area we're going to be talking about that you can support this holiday season is nutrition. Okay, so in between holiday events, you want to try and eat life giving foods, right? Because this supports your body during a time when most people are getting sick. We're indoors more, we're more sedentary. It's getting darker earlier, so we're not getting outside as much. There is a lot going on. And so you want to ensure that in between enjoying your cultural foods or the foods that you most look forward to during this time, that in between that you're eating life-giving foods. Here are four principles you can kind of guide yourself through as you are selecting or deciding how you're going to support yourself nutrition-wise during the holiday season. So one, you want to eat the colors of the rainbow. And this goes into the second principle of you want to eat a diverse group of fruits and veggies because in your gut is where a majority of your immune system resides. And within your gut, there are good bacteria. But do you know what helps these good bacteria to thrive? It's eating a diverse set of vegetables and fruits. And that means eating the color of the rainbow. So really take a look at your plate and see, do I see color? Do I see diversity? Or do I keep buying some of the same things? I know for me, I tend to always go for sweet potatoes and broccoli. (laughs) Those are like my go-to veggies. But I got to tell myself sometimes, girl, not again, pick a different vegetable. And it helps to ask myself, what's in season right now? Okay, well then pick that vegetable. So really diversify your fruits and veggies, eat the color of the rainbow. And number three, eat real food, right? Was it grown outside or was it created in a lab? Is it on the outskirts of the grocery store or in a center aisle? In real food, you have nutrients and minerals and they're most bioavailable to your body to absorb and do with it what it knows that it needs. And then the fourth thing is drink water, (laughs) y'all. Like, I I feel like, you know, if you're not drinking enough water, Um, we're 55% water if you are a female. And I know that some people say water can get boring. They don't like it, but you can add herbs. You can add lemon, lime or fruit to make it fancy to taste, to enhance the taste. I know that it's hard to be like, okay, just hydrate. But one of the things that really helps 
um, to support your body, ridding of things that shouldn't be there is through urination. And so by drinking a lot of water, you're helping to not only hydrate, but also helping your body to utilize urination, which is one of its normal ways of draining out or getting rid of things that shouldn't be in your body. So really keep that in mind as you are supporting your nutrition this holiday season. And that's it. I don't want you to think that you have to earn what you're eating this holiday season or that you have to come up with this crazy meal plan. Just stick to those four guiding principles and keep it simple and you, I promise you, you will feel empowered that, oh, this doesn't have to be complicated. And so now we're moving on to the third area that you can support yourself this holiday season. It's consistent movement, okay? And I want to preface this by saying that just as a society in general, we spend a lot of time sitting and sitting for prolonged periods of time every day just isn't beneficial for the longevity of our health. So getting movement in daily is pivotal. I want to reiterate, it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be simple. And so when you think about consistent movement, the whole goal is to release endorphins, those happy chemicals, to sweat so your body can then excrete things that shouldn't be there out through your sweat and to manage stress. That's it. Like just focus on what is the overall goal to help my mood, to help me manage my stress and to also help aid my body in ridding of things that shouldn't be there. Obviously, there's cardiovascular benefits and things like that, but just simply remember those three things as to why it's important to move. So there's a principle called the fit principle that isn't anything I came up with. It's totally popular in the exercise physiology world, but it's a great way to guide setting up goals for movement. So it's F-I-T-T, frequency, intensity, time, and type. And so for frequency, that is just how many times a week are you going to be doing this form of movement, right? Start off low and slow. That is my guiding principle for movement in general, No matter when you're changing things or adding something new, start low and slow. So don't start off trying to work out five days a week if you haven't in a long time or you're currently just at two days a week. Just bump it up one more day. The next one is the intensity. This is changed or modified based on if you add resistant weights or resistant bands or by the work, amount of work that you're putting in. So like for instance, if you're on a walk, but you're barely able to maintain a conversation. So talk because the intensity at which you're walking is that increased to where it's demanding more of a load workload from you, then you're walking at a higher intensity. So intensity can be modified in a lot of different ways. Then you have type, which is just the form of movement, right? Anything that is going to be like yoga, Zumba, running, strength training. If you're into group fitness classes, like there's burn boot camp, there's orange theory fitness, so many different things. Reformer Pilates, right? Just find the type of movement that lights you up. I even will say I had a client that even wanted to try burlesque dancing. So using this helps you to kind of guide, okay, what kind of movement am I doing? How long am I going to do it? That's the last T of the FIT principle is how long, right? Are you going to do this for 30 minutes, an hour, 
figure out what's going to be your commitment. But again, you want to start low and slow here. As you're going through experimenting with forms of movement, be open to new things, right? Don't just stick to what you know, like go out and experiment, get curious. And also keep in mind that you can do more than one form of movement. You can do walking and hot yoga. You can do strength training and Zumba. And then extend self-compassion to yourself and be willing to challenge yourself. So extend the self-compassion and knowing that everyone starts off somewhere, but be willing to challenge yourself when things start to feel easy. Don't be afraid to level up. Always, always, always work with a qualified personal trainer. If you're starting something that's unfamiliar or you're just feeling overwhelmed with not really knowing how to tailor an exercise regimen to yourself, but if that trainer seems aggressive or disrespectful or belittling, fire them. If they don't honor your boundaries, fire them. Because at the end of the day, they work for you. And I'm not saying that this person can't challenge you and push you out of your comfort zone, but there's a way to do that, not only respectfully, but in a way that's safe as well. Again, before we move off from this, I want to remind you to go low and slow, okay? Do not go from not working out and then trying to run a mile. Just start walking. Just start there, okay? Because that's the fastest way to set yourself up to help you feel empowered and to see just how simple this is, I want to remind you the power of a 10-minute walk. So according to a study, it turns out that walking on a regular basis is healthier than running. So there is a minor risk of hypertension, high cholesterol, diabetes, and heart disease among regular walkers compared with regular runners. Both O'Keefe and Arsterino, who are the authors in this study, recommended 30 minutes of active walking most days of the week combined with a couple of days of strength training. They concluded that if you try to motivate yourself to run instead of walk in order to improve your health, just keep in mind that walking has all the same advantages as running, but without a risk of an injury. So you can see, like, just start walking. That can be your biggest thing to do for yourself is to walk. And if you're like, tight on your budget right now, you're not able to join a gym, there are some free apps that you can download in the app store that I have found very helpful. And you can choose to purchase higher levels within the app if you want. That's the Fit On app. And there also is Fit Bod. There also is Down Dog Yoga. And they also have a Hit and a Running. And so the bottom line is don't underestimate the power of a 10 minute walk. There are free resources available, including YouTube, like these apps to get you started on just moving consistently. And so now we're in the last area, which is lifestyle. And lifestyle is just the sum of the daily decisions that you do every day. These areas that I'm going to talk about are just ones that are specific to really help you think about as you're supporting yourself during this really busy time during the holidays. The first one is sleep. The quality of your sleep matters because when you're sleeping, your body is focused on healing and restoring and you have the lymphatic system that's in your brain that focuses on dumping things out of the brain that shouldn't be there. And so you wanna support not only quality sleep, but preparing yourself for that before you even get in the bed. 
So you can do this by avoiding being on any blue screen an hour before you're going to go to sleep. Also, establishing a bedtime routine, signaling to your body, oh, we're about to relax. It's time to prepare for bed. This doesn't have to be a complicated routine, you all. Like you could literally just do three things, whatever that is, like change into your pajamas, brush your teeth, start reading a book, but just have a bedtime routine. And then make sure that it is really dark and really cool in the room. The other lifestyle thing is stress management, okay? This one is huge. And I don't want to villainize stress, but to remind you that you need to manage it well, okay? So ways you may want to support your stress management is through meditation or delegating, having people help you, not having to do everything yourself, right? Not having the mentality of, well, if I don't do it all, then it all won't get done. Learn to delegate, okay? Also, say no. You don't have to say yes to everything. Saying no with a period will help with your stress management. You want to not only use boundaries, but you actually have to establish boundaries. What are your boundaries? And once you know that, use them. And self-awareness. From a scale of one to 10, where are you stress-wise? And if you feel like you're a seven or more, you need to start really considering what areas in your life are adding to your stress that need to be modified or completely taken out. So the other area is getting outdoors. I know I mentioned that this is a time of year where people just aren't outside as much. It's colder in some areas. For women, we have to consider safety. It gets darker a lot sooner. And so Try and try and try to get outdoors as much as you can, right? Time and time again, studies just show the benefit of being out in nature, whether it's hearing birds sing or just sitting still, try to get outside. And then you have adult play, okay? So I'm not just talking about sex here. I am also (laughs) talking about what does the little you love to do? rollerblade, dance, painting, crocheting, adult coloring books, like find a form of play that is creative and that is fun for you and add that more into your life. It's so, so important. I know that little me loves dancing. I know I've shared that on the podcast before. And so I sometimes just have dance parties in the car. Um, You know, I was going to say my apartment, but I'm traveling full time, so I don't have an apartment, but whatever, wherever I'm staying, I have dance parties. I just enjoy them and they make me happy. And then the last area is finances. Okay. Some of you just cringed when I said that, like, oh, girl, I hope you don't talk about that. I'm not going to go deep on that. It's not my area of expertise. I'll leave that to somebody else. But I do want to mention finances, especially during this time of year. Establish a budget for yourself because we are doing a lot of gifts. We're doing a lot of traveling and parties which means presents or buying the food. And so you really want to establish what are your boundary lines for your finances during this holiday season. And if you're not willing to go over a certain amount, identify what that amount is so that you have more groundedness, more peace of mind as you're swiping that card this holiday season, which also will not add to your stress. And so I want you to just be considering what area do you intend to focus on this holiday season? I know some of you can tend to want to do, oh, I have to do all of them, but 
everyone should be doing mindset. Everyone should be doing the exercise of using the emotional will, identifying, going through those series of questions and seeing what need needs to be met, but really allowing for you to look at the other three areas and see, okay, which one do I really want to focus on supporting and how will that look starting this week? And again, you want to go low and slow, okay? We're not trying to be superheroes and who can do the best and do the most with this. This is really about establishing a foundation and supporting yourself and then letting that be evidence for your brain that like we are a priority. We also can do this. And then you just start to really hone in on the skill of making yourself a priority. So As you can see, all of these things are different areas that contribute to your quality well-being. But if you've had thoughts during this (laughs) time that I've been talking where you thought she doesn't even know my family or I already knew this stuff or this literally doesn't work for me, then that reveals that there is a deeper work, right? That's a limiting belief that you're having that you've just been playing on autopilot for years. However, Have hope that you can uproot that limiting belief and you can make shifts in order to make gigantic strides in your life. Those limiting beliefs are keeping you from making the request and taking the action to make yourself a priority and meet your needs. In the intermission, I teach you the tools and you have access to the coaching that you need to dismantle these limiting beliefs that have been living rent-free in your brain, honestly, for who knows how long. You always are welcome to schedule a consultation with me via the show notes to learn more about joining my exclusive one-on-one wellness coaching program, The Intermission. Now, I know that we are just weeks away from Thanksgiving, and no matter if you're the person hosting, if you're the person just attending, or you're not going to be with family, you may be alone because of a certain reason or just because of the stage of your life that you're in, I want to remind you that more importantly than anything, how you manage your mind and your thought life is extremely important. Use the tools that I mentioned when we first started the episode around mindset to really manage your thought life this holiday season. I know for me, This is really usually a hard time. I lost my dad on Thanksgiving Day in 2018. And so it's usually me just waiting to see how grief is going to show up. And I don't know when it's going to show up or how it's going to show up. But I have to manage my thought life and I have to make sure that I'm listening to the emotions that I'm having so I can know what needs need to be met. So really take care of yourself this holiday season And you can always DM me on Instagram, shoot me over an email at randawellness at gmail.com. If you just want to have some questions answered or you're just having thoughts about what I shared on today's episode, especially with the holiday season quickly approaching us. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the episode today, head over and leave me a review. This helps others find the podcast and be one step closer to curating their healthy lifestyle. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Nikkei underscore Lamodi. And if social isn't your thing, join my beautiful newsletter community via the link in the show notes. To learn more about exclusive one-on-one wellness coaching, head over to rndaywellness.com. 
as always, remember to give yourself grace. <laughs>